All right, guys and girls, welcome to week two of the Pure Drive Pod. Uh, first, we just want to thank everyone for their support. Uh, we were actually blown away by the numbers. I didn't, I didn't think we'd get up there, Adam. I didn't know if anyone would listen, but I'm, I'm no, happy that awesome. you did. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone. Please continue to su- support, uh, subscribe, and review to uh, the podcast. And uh, if there's any questions, any topics you guys want us to cover, please feel free to reach out. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. We'll post something on Instagram uh, trying to get you guys to submit questions. You can, uh, if you stop by Pure Drive, you're a customer here, let us know. Um, you can also send us an email, yeah. info at puredrivegolf.com. Uh, so we're excited that you guys are tuning in. I mean, this is a lot of fun for Pat and I. Yeah, we love it. We love, obviously, the game of golf. We've both dedicated our, our lives to it, and uh, we want to see you get better. And uh, we need to know the things that you're struggling with in your game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think we should jump right in. Let's go. And the topic for this podcast this week is tee shots, Mm -hmm. right? It's so important to get off the tee. How are you going to lower your scores if you're not hitting fairways? Absolutely. If you get into the fairway, you're going to hit pro shots from the the fairway. You're going to get closer to the pin. You're going to have more chances for birdies. So that's what it's all about. So we got a bunch of topics, right, that we're going to go through. Yeah, totally. So why don't we just jump into some of the uh, the fans' questions here? So the first one: Should we be hitting a tee shot with a shot sh- shot shape in mind? So, I uh, yes, absolutely, because how often are you hitting the ball straight? Agreed. Uh, that's like one in a thousand. Mm-hmm. All right. So you want to understand first of all what your natural shot shape is. Mm-hmm. And so you can do this at the driving range. You can do it at pure drive. Um, obviously, you're not gonna, you don't want to play for a slice. Mm-hmm. So you want to dial in the swing where you can develop a consistent shot shape, mm-hmm. whether that's a fade or a draw. Mm-hmm. But then you need to play for that shot shape. So Absolutely. if it's a fade, you definitely want to aim more down the left side. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the approach that you need to take, right? Absolutely. One thing I just want to mention sort of on that topic is don't try to hit shots you cannot hit. So Adam said it perfectly. If, if you're a drawer of the golf ball and there's a, there's a hole coming up and it's a dog leg right and you haven't practiced hitting fades or yeah. don't have that fade shot in the bag, don't try and hit it. Because you're right. gonna, more often than not, you're going to leave yourself in, the, in a bad area and right. most, you know, Absolutely. scrambling to save bogey. <clears throat> yeah, Play no. the shot you feel comfortable with. So Instead, maybe you're taking a three-wood or a hybrid and, and laying back a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, no, amateurs can't really work the ball. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the driver's hard enough. Totally. So let's just find your natural shot shape. And so here's a scenario I hear about, and this happens to, the, to us as well. If you're playing a fade, you aim down the left side, and then all of a sudden you hook it. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're, you're pretty far into the left. Maybe a bunker, maybe left of the bunker, maybe in a hazard, maybe out yeah. of bounds. So what do you do on the next hole? Then you start aiming more center, okay, in fear of the hook. Totally. So what that means is you're not confident anymore. Absolutely. Don't so then you make this swing, and it's like hold off, don't hook, and now you're slicing it over into the right side. Totally. All right, and then the next shot, you're trying to prevent the slice, and then you hook it again, so you're going back and forth, back and forth. So what good players do is they continue to aim down the left side Mm -hmm. if they're going to play a fade. Totally. And they just commit to the shot shape. Even if they don't hit a good one, yeah. just stay committed. I think that's so important. I worked uh, for Butch Harbin for a couple of years, and one of his, my favorite sayings that I took away from him was, you are more comfortable 
with the driver when you're actually out of control and you're more in or out of control sorry in control when you're out of control when you feel out of control meaning right. you're not trying to guide the ball out there you're not getting mechanical or technical on the tee box yeah that's a great point yeah you're you kind of have to let go of control mm-hmm. right give mm-hmm. up control to gain control totally most players try to steer it yeah especially with the driver it's such a longer club so it takes yeah. longer to square up most amateurs we see are hitting weak kind of fades and spinny high launch drives, slices mm-hmm. that aren't getting down the fairway far enough. Right. Yep. And so they're going to steer it. They're going to try to square it, use their hands, and then they get the hook. Totally. And so then they keep aiming right or left in fear yeah. of a shot. I think you said it purpose, perfectly. Perfectly. Don't compensate. So you, we're going to hit bad drives, right? Right. I might pull one. I play a fade off the tee. I might pull one left. Right. Or I might hit one way right which is my miss. So instead, I'm just going to continue to play my shot. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, let's move into another topic that we wanted to discuss, and that's how do you factor in the wind? Totally. Uh, So we get a lot of questions about, you know, what if it's a left-to-right wind? What if it's a right-to-left wind? Should you play a fade? Should you ride the wind with a fade if the fade is your ball flight? Mm -hmm. Should you kind of try to draw it into Mm -hmm. the wind? So this goes back to the point where I believe amateurs, they shouldn't really try to work the ball. Yeah. They shouldn't try to hit draws and fades. You want to stick to your natural shape. So if it's a left-to-right wind, you just aim a little bit further to the left. Totally. Okay, if it's a right-to-left wind, you can play more down the center. What if you're a good player who can work the ball and say, say say you've got a strong left wind coming off the left side, you got to play that fade. Yeah. Even good players, I think, are going to play that fade. Yeah. They're going to ride that fade because they're so comfortable. And, and the driver, again, it's hard enough as it is to hit a drive in the center of the face yeah. down the fairway. So let's just ride the wind. Yeah. Let the wind dictate your aim. So yeah. you're just choosing a different aim line, but you're making the same swing. Totally. You're not trying to change things, uh, change things up. Yeah. I work with guys who are like you know, 10, 15 handicaps yeah. and they're trying to think about hitting different shot shapes with their driver it's wild it's real stupid yeah it's, it's wild. yeah you shouldn't do the that. problems that it leaves them in i mean that that's where, more often than not where you're seeing those double bogeys come from is is dumb mistakes course management yeah starting on the tee box right right that's the first shot on the hole so you're yeah. already setting yourself up on the tee box with a mistake exactly yeah, and it's cool to like try to hit a draw, right? Your buddies or, might think it's cool when one out of the hundred times you actually hit that little cut or that yeah. little draw, right? Yeah. How re- often does it happen? Exactly. It reminds me of this whole playing with some students of mine. It was like this real nice, like perfect left to right yeah. shot. Yeah. And I wasn't feeling good with the fade. Actually, I was hitting more of a draw mm-hmm. lately. And so I tried to set up for the fade and I just turned the face over. I hit a pull hook. And so I was trying to do something, yeah. trying to hit a shape that wasn't natural to how I was swinging. Totally. So there's a perfect example. So you guys, if you're listening out there, just try to commit to a shot shape, a I natural a, shape. I actually have a question for you. What if, so for me, right, I, I typically play a fade. Sometimes I'll go to the golf course and I'm seeing a draw flight. Yeah. What do I do that day? Do I play the draw flight or am I, am I, am I going to force the fade? Yeah. Uh, great question. I would, 
make sure you're hitting it in the center uh, <clears throat> if you're seeing draw. Because more often than not, if players start hitting yeah. in the toe of the club, mm -hmm. it's going to get a draw. Okay, even if the face comes in a little yeah. bit open. So I was, you know, putting together my program, how to hit your driver. And one of the biggest things was helping players understand gear effect. Yeah. And in a book that I've written with Jim McLean on TrackMan, we've learned through TrackMan's research, if you hit one half inch off the center. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if I hit one half inch towards the toe, yep. this ball is going to curve 35 yards to the left at 250 yards. Wow. Wow. So that's incredible, yeah, right? Crazy. So if I come in with the face square, mm -hmm. but I catch it towards the toe, right. this thing's going to turn into a draw. Yeah. But if you're hitting in the sweet spot and you're mm -hmm. seeing draw, play the draw. Play the draw. So yeah, you got to know if you're hit, where you're hitting it on the face. Love it. Love it. All right, let's, let's jump into the next question here. Approach to practicing at pure drive. Absolutely. Solid contact would be the first thing that you should work on. So like, looking at Smash Factor. Exactly. Smash Factor. We got this great feature on TrackMan where you can see impact yeah. location. Huge. I mean, it's the coolest thing I ever. Love that. You can put spray on the face too if you don't have this, if you're at the range, or put face tape on the face. You want to know your impact pattern because gear effect has such an influence on the curvature of the totally. shot. So if you're trying to work on a fade, right, and you keep hitting it on the toe and, and it draws, you might think the face is closing. Yeah but it's actually contact towards the toe. So work center contact, totally. first of all. Yeah, one of the things I love to do with my students, even starting out drivers, is just like feeling like they're hitting like 200 yard punch drivers. Like you said, finding the center of that club face. Right. I think it all starts with that, right? At the end of the yeah. day, it's about taking that ball and finding the middle of the club face. Exactly. Once you find the middle of the face, then you can start to work, you know, like a boundary. Yeah. That's a great way to practice. Yeah. Yeah. We can measure that on TrackMan. So you, you create, for example, a 30-yard boundary. Mm -hmm. See how many times you hit it within that boundary. Yeah. If you're at the range, you can pick something in the distance, mm -hmm. hit 10 drives, put pressure on yourself. Say, totally. out of 10 shots, how many am I going to get inside this boundary? Totally. That's going to put a little pressure on you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's about dispersion, right? Bringing the dispersion wide and narrowing it down so if you you know you start out slow and you, you're, you're finding the center of the club face that's when you want to start to build up speed we love speed here right oh, yeah. but you got to find that you got to be able to find the face first exactly yeah speed comes like next after yes. kind of dialing in the dispersion um, i see that often yeah, players totally. try to start swinging fast right away it's great to develop speed in fact when players do work on speed I've seen good results yeah. as far as hitting it more in the sweet spot, totally. getting more consistency, believe it or not, yeah. because they are using their body better in the swing. They're finding more efficiency with their body, yeah. whereas a slower speed, they were using more of their hands. Mm -hmm. But you know, everybody's different, mm -hmm. but I think a good formula is find the center of the face, yeah. try to get it in a boundary, and then start to develop totally. speed. And if you're a good player who's struggling with the driver, I think one of the things I mentioned earlier was... A lot of the times, it's it's just you being mechanical on the golf course. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll do playing lessons from time to time, and player will say my irons, everything's great, but I cannot get off the tee. And I, you know, exactly, you see them hit a couple drives. I'm like, man, just let it go. Yeah, rip relax. it. And it's like, <laughs> get long, get nasty. Yeah, exactly. Dispersion Take comes down. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's there's a difference between like real getting tense, tight, totally. trying to hit it with your arms, hands. 
versus okay, let's make us you know use the rest, use your whole body when you swing, totally, and kind of give up this control of holding that club yeah. in your hands. And a lot of it's mindset too, right? Like take it from me, like I struggled putting for a huge part of my life, and one of the things I worked on was like keeping track of my emotions. And I noticed that when I got onto the putting green, like my anxiety and everything would get t- tense. And that's yeah. what I see a lot of players who struggle with driver where it's like, yep. don't overthink it, relax, like you said. So let's move on to the next topic here. Yep. As a beginner, should I learn to hit the iron off the tee before I hit the driver? Uh, absolutely not. I think you got to learn how to hit the driver. Totally agree. It's such a weapon. Mm-hmm. If you can hit it solid and you can hit it in the fairway, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> even if you're a beginner, totally, I think you got you to gotta start learning right away. Mm-hmm. When I give lessons to beginners, I do start with a seven iron. Mm-hmm. You know, we work grip, stance, posture, aim, ball position, all that stuff is totally. good. Yep. Hitting ball, you know, first, mm-hmm. hit the ground second, hitting little three-quarter shots, hitting in the center of the face, all that's really good. But then they got to start learning that driver right away. Because yeah. if they're just going to bunt a seven iron off the tee, you know, it's you're just losing the advantage of hitting a driver. And so I would jump it, right in. And it's fun, right? Yeah, it's fun. Oh, it's especially fun. Yeah. for a new player when they start to see how far they can hit it. Where it's like, all right, my my seven iron is going 120 yard. Oh man, my driver is getting up to 220. I right. only have a five iron in as opposed to having two more shots to get into. Exactly. The hole. So I understand if you keep slicing it like 50 yards to the right, you're going to want to pull the iron off the tee. All right? So if you're playing around, yep. and it's just like you're in the woods every single shot. Totally. Okay, grab an iron. Yep. Hit a shot down the middle. Yep. But what I recommend, go take a lesson. Mm-hmm. Okay, learn how to hit the driver. The driver's go a different to the swing range. a little bit, right? It's, it's, a, it's a different swing. Yeah. You're sweeping it off the tee. You're not hitting down on the ball. Center contact is so important. Absolutely. And if you hit... With the driver, let's say the face angle is like five degrees open, yep. which is cool. We can measure that on TrackMan. With a seven iron, you're going to probably hit the right side of the green. Mm-hmm. With the driver, you're going to slice this thing 30, 40 yards to the right. You're right. going to be in the trees. Totally. So it requires a better swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you do have to learn how to square the club face. So totally. go get a lesson. Yeah. Start to learn how to hit the driver right totally. away. Ball position is going to change. Setup is going to change. Yep. A lot changes in the driver swing, so make sure that you have the proper instruction to be able to hit it before you know you start pulling it. Because a lot of the times it's just like I can't hit my driver. It's like all right, well your ball position's in the middle of your stance, and your left right. shoulder is tilted lower than your right. And- right. I think uh, one of the biggest mistakes I see with players with the driver yeah. is they they get their shoulders really open. Okay, so they. The club or the ball is more positioned forward, mm-hmm. right? So the handle's a little more forward, and they reach over, you know, with that right hand, and yeah. they get those shoulders super open. Yeah. And so what happens? The club goes out early. Mm-hmm. They're not turning much, so it goes straight up. Yep. And then they just come down steep and across. Yeah, they're hitting it. Right? They're hitting down on the golf ball with their driver. That's exactly. Most amateurs, that's what you see. Where it's like, all right, well, let's get you set up. Let's tilt you. Right. You know, one of the drills I love you do is you kind of create a little ramp to get them to see launch the ball, right? I use exactly. that. You pull out your cell phone once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, whatever works. All right. Well, let's uh we got about two more questions here. This is this is a great question. Which side of the tee box should I set up on? 
What's your ball flight, right? <laughs> right. What's your ball flight? That's a, that's a great point. If you're playing a fade, all right, you want to aim, you want to set up on the right side. Mm -hmm. Play a draw, set up on the left side. So it just gives you a good angle, right, to play that shot shape. You know, if you aim, if you set up on the left side of the tee box, mm -hmm. and you you won't have the best angle to hit this fade. It's about what you see, right? So if I'm if right. I'm a, if I'm a fader of the golf ball and I line up on the left side of a tee box, my window is way narrower as if I move to the right side of the tee box. True, 100%. And so you could also imagine like if there's, if there's trouble left or trouble right, yep. the same approach. Totally. So let's, let's take the scenario where there's out of bounds on the right side, mm -hmm. okay? And then I tee up on the left side. Now I have actually a better angle to hit it in I hit out of bounds. Totally. All right. Now, if I set up on the side of trouble, mm -hmm. right side of that tee box, I have a better angle to aim away Absolutely. from trouble. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. That's so set up on the side of trouble. Yeah. I think that's, remember that, guys. Totally. So that's, that's a huge part. I, most amateurs are setting up on the wrong side of the tee box, guys correct. and girls. So take a look at that. Please yeah. take a look at that. Yeah. So it's a great way to start to see the golf course in a better light. And, you know, you may think, trouble's right, I'm going to set up on the left side. Totally. Right? Because I'm, I'm going to tee up further away from trouble. Yeah. This is the opposite. Yeah. Just like there's so many things that are, you know, opposite in golf. It's amazing. And one of the things that we'll talk about with this podcast is we want players to start keeping stats. Like, start keeping driving stats. Start keeping approach stats. So you can start to see, yes. like, how are you playing the par threes with the tee shots how are you playing the par fours with tee shots how are right. you playing the par fives with tee shots this will give you a better sense of your game stats are important yeah no that's good that you mentioned tee shots on par threes i think we'll touch on that in yeah. another podcast totally. but this is more focused on on tee shots Different with animal. the driver it is yeah absolutely and there's there's some strategy involved and i hear players tell me they struggle on par threes strictly yeah but you should learn, you know, this is a flat lie. Okay, you get, the, um, you get to tee it up a little mm -hmm. bit, all right? This, so this is the one shot on the, like, approach shot yeah. where you can choose where you want to put the ball, make a perfect lie. Totally. It's a flat surface. Absolutely. So I think we'll get into that. Yeah, definitely. Into another podcast. For sure. Last question of the week. How can I practice tee shots? I think, again... You know, work on center contact. Yeah. Use TrackMan if you come to Pure Drive. So you want to check out impact location. Mm -hmm. Hit like 20 drives and, and check impact location. Yeah. So you want to know your pattern. Because sometimes you might hit like low toe or high toe, but maybe occasional heel shot. But if the average is more toe, yeah. okay, you got to start working on adjustments that are going to get you off the toe. Once you learn center contact, then it's about dispersion. Yeah. Working games, working um, dispersion patterns, um, and I, you know I think those are two important things. Absolutely, I mean, um, getting off the tee, the tee is crucial, and hit other clubs. Learn to hit a three wood off the tee. Learn to hit a hybrid off the tee. Driver is critical, but there's going to yeah. be days where the driver is not going, so you have to have another shot in the bag. Um, one of the things I've learned to do over the last couple of years is hit a driving iron off the tee. Yep, I need that fairway finder coming down the stretch that big critical tee shot where right i know a weakness of my game is my driver and 
I get a little right sometimes, and I need a I need a fallback where I can right. get that club down there two fifty and hit a low stinger. Exactly. So yeah, no, I agree with that. There's one other topic I think we get uh, we get a lot of questions about why is the driver so hard, right? Mm-hmm. Why is it so difficult mm-hmm. for me to hit a driver? Yeah. yeah. So common, right? I'm right. sure you hear this all the totally. time. Totally. So you know what what would you say? What are some of the things that that you think players struggle with, with when it comes to a driver, it just freaks them out. They get psyched yeah. out by the length of it, and then the hex, exactly, you know, it's like, and it's one of the biggest things I see in amateurs is the change from their iron swing to the driver, where their yeah. irons, they're turning, they're rotating, but they get that driver in their hand yeah, and freeze up, right? They freak out, and they just get armsy. They get so mechanical, where it's instead yeah. of saying, "I'm going to fall back to my boy Butch here." You are more in control with your driver when you feel like you're out of control. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Uh, like you said, it's it's a longer club. Yeah. It's a 45-inch club. Yeah. You're trying to deliver a sweet spot the size of a golf uh, golf ball. Totally. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. So don't get stressed out if you can't hit a driver. And I think you said it perfectly, Adam, where it's like you need to know your own game. You need to know what your compensations are, right? So if most of the time for amateurs, it's, you said it, it's steep coming down, cutting across the ball, and they, they hit these big slices. So if you're yeah. that sort of player, you're probably trying to work on more of an you know, in-to-out path. Yes, you have to learn more of an in-to-out path. Absolutely. Because, and you know, go check out my program, How to Hit a Driver. When you play a ball position more forward in your stance you tend to catch it more on the left side of the arc. Yeah. So it's going to be more of an out-to-in pattern yeah. when, it's, uh, when you have a ball position that's forward. Yeah. So that's why you have to learn a more inside-out path with the driver. So you really have to shallow the club yep. and hit more from the inside. That's going to allow you to zero out your path yep. or keep it somewhat close to the path mm-hmm. that you have with an iron. Totally. And give you a positive angle attack, which and give, yeah, exactly. gives us more speed, it gives us more distance. Which yeah, and that's another thing. Yeah, the angle of attack is, is totally different. Yeah. Okay, with the driver, we're sweeping it. We're hitting level, maybe a little up on it. Irons, we're hitting down. Yeah. We, we can, see that on TrackMan. We can quantify everything now. TrackMan has been able us to quantify when attack angle goes up, it gets positive, the ball goes further. That's great, yeah. Yeah, no, hitting up the ball, I think it optimizes launch and carry. So, yeah, I think those are... That's that awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we'll definitely be back next week for week three of Pure Drive Pod. Go get Adam's driver program. It's awesome. Yeah, He's being very humble right now. It's sweet. Go get it. This is how you fix your driver. Yeah, thanks, Pat. Hey, it's, it's awesome to be on the pod again. Yeah. Um, we're super excited. Yeah. This is a really cool um, opportunity for us to share our ideas. Yeah. A lot of course management strategies, totally. mental game strategies. So stay tuned uh, for the next pod. Send us any questions, yeah. right? Let us know what you guys want to hear, and then we'll just keep it going. You guys are awesome. We appreciate the support, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out.